We hope you've had such a great season celebrating as family and friends. Uh, my son is so sad that Christmas is over. He is looking for Father Christmas wherever he can. He is upset that Christmas trees have gone down. He has resorted to putting my hair over my face and going ho, ho, ho to make me into Father Christmas. So if you see Hudson, just give him a pat on the back because he's going for a tough time. So Happy New Year. I really encourage you to go back um, and listen to Richard's ministry. We had that online on New Year's Day. He spoke about going again and having that renewed heart. And it was really encouraging. And he, he used the verse that says, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And I think that was such a great way to start off our New Year as a church family. And uh, we wanted to kick off the new year by looking at the heart. So over the next few weeks, our ministry focus is going to be on various aspects of our hearts. Because the Bible tells us, doesn't it, that our hearts are so important. The condition of it affects everything that we do. In Proverbs 4.23, we're told, Above all else, guard your heart for everything, everything that you do flows from it. So last week we talked about having that renewed heart. This week we're going to look at having a thankful heart. But rather than me share, I thought some of our incredible church family members have some incredible testimonies and stories about what they've been through and having that thankful heart. So we've got the incredible Ashley, the incredible Teddy and the incredible Julie who are going to be sharing with us. So Ashley, do you want to come up and share first? And come on, give her another round of applause and smile. Give her a smile as well. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I'm super nervous. Um... When Helena messaged me, I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. But uh, God's just been really, really good to me. And there's been a prayer that's been in our family for a long time. And God recently answered that prayer. So it was just an encouragement to come out here. And I'm not going to share what it is, but it's just encouraged me to come and see how thankful uh, or what my heart is and what I think about being thankful. When I think of being thankful... I think of these three words, gratitude, contentment, and generosity. Yes, what I mean. Being thankful to me is not just about having a heart of gratitude, but also putting that into, an, into action. I love this saying, gratitude is an attitude. It reminds me of the times when someone does something for my daughter, Hanel, and I know she is grateful. And usually she will say thank you. But in the times where she gets distracted and she will not say anything. And I say to a young lady, where's your manners? She knows right away what I mean and will say thank you. God knows that we're grateful, but I'm sure it pleases him more when we go to him with our thanksgiving. Being content, when you're in that period of wait. When you're trusting God for something or asking him to get you out of that difficult situation. Being thankful because in those challenges, it's when we grow closer to God. One of my favorite songs, in fact my all-time favorite song, is Scars by I Am There. 
the lyrics say, because my brokenness brought me to you. And these wounds are a story you use. So I'm thankful for the scars, because without them, I wouldn't know your heart. The Bible gives many references about being thankful. First Chronicles 16, 34, NTL version. It says, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. I didn't realize that scripture actually is repeated in Psalms 107, verses 1, the exact same verse. Psalm 118, 1 and 29. And the entire Psalm 136 is saying the same thing. Um, and it also gives reasons why we should be thankful to God. In Psalms 50, God spoke to all humanity and through his judgment. He talks about the sacrifices uh, we give to him, what they mean to him, and how everything on earth belongs to him. Then in verses 23, he says, But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. Isn't that astonishing? And finally, I believe that being generous with what God has blessed us with is the sign of true gratitude. With that in mind, I'd like to say a prayer over us. Heavenly Father, sometimes our circumstances are challenging, but we know, but we know there are so many things to be grateful for. We thankful that you've given us life and an opportunity to have a relationship with you. Thank you for always caring for us, even in life's hardest moments. Thank you for caring for the needs of your people. You give everything we need, everything we have is yours. So please use us and what we have to fulfill the needs of others. Even when it feels hard to be generous, please help us to be willing to give our time, our money, and our talents for the good of others. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Right, uh, for a couple of weeks now, this message has been on my heart, and uh, every time I kind of push it back. But when I got a message from Helena, I'm like, well, today is the day, right? So, uh, so when I got the message to kind of speak about being uh, thankfulness, I said, all right, cool, uh, let's go. So a thankful heart is a heart full of gratitude for the things that God has done and continue to do in our lives. It is a difference between a negative and positive uh, attitude. It is one of the ways that God uses us as a living testimony of his love, kindness, mercy, grace. It is, in my opinion, the most way to live. I've got three verses that uh, sums up uh, thankfulness uh, or a thankful heart to me. First Thessalonians, first, uh, Thessalonians 5.18, NLT version. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. There's a, a word there, it's in everything. It's not when you're feeling like it. It's not when you can't be asked. It's not when it's say everything. So whatever you are going through, whether good or bad, just put it in your mind that you have to give thanks regardless. 
There's a second one, uh, Psalm 9, verse 1. I will give thanks to, to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. And there's a word there that I want to stress on it. All. Yeah. Right? Same again. Sometimes, like, well, a quick one. I don't know whether it's me or it's everybody. The payday between December and in January is the longest stretch ever. <laughs> I don't know whether it's a gift. I look at it, I'm like, Whoa, when is the next payday? But this goes back to being having a thankful heart. Right? Whatever you're going through, when the bank balance is red or black, just be thankful. Yeah. Right? And there's the third one. Uh, Ephesians 5.20. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's always stressing that everything and all. So whatever you are going through from the beginning of last year till uh, end of the year and the beginning of this new year, just be thankful. Right. So I've got three uh, characteristics of a thankful heart. So a thankful heart brings contentment. That is 1 Timothy 6, uh, 6 to 8. A thankful heart guards against envy. So if you are content, if you are thankful, no matter what you have, you are grateful to what God has given you. A thankful heart deepens faith. So whatever you are going through, you know that God will see you through. Right. So for me, I always, I was mostly, I was thankful for the big things in in my life, the promotion, the birth, uh, the pay rise. Then I realized, hang on, there's a lot that God has done for me. So I've got a list of things that I am thankful for. So I've got a lovely church. That is one. I've got, I thank God for my salvation. I thank God for my church family. I thank God for my family. I thank God for my friends. I love my food, right? So I thank God for a very good meal. Having friends around you, whether it is just one or ten. Perfect example is a life group. Right, uh, right. Uh, finding money in a bag you haven't used for ages. I'm always thankful for that. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right, a comfy couch or chair. Your favorite dish, freedom of worship yeah. and freedom yeah. of speech. Yeah. I thank God for my work and an uncontrollable laughter. I enjoy. You can be that. Right? I thank God for cake and the smell of it. I love it. <laughs> I thank God for hot showers. Right? And uh, learning from unique cultures around the world. I thank God for good neighbors. And I thank God for seeing old friends every single time and wherever I, I go. I thank God for grandparents. And I thank God for having a nice sit-down meal with your family. Yeah. And I also thank God for a nice cup of chocolate. <laughs> All right, Jolie. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hello. Hello. So I just get my notes. Yeah, so um, just before 
Um, I'll start with my story. I'll just um, read this verse. And it was words of Jesus. And he said, Have I not told you these things so that in me you will have peace? In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And I looked up what uh, take heart means, and um, it said, when you tell someone to take heart, you are saying, take comfort, take confidence from something. And this year, that's uh, certainly been my truth. And my story actually comes from somebody else's suffering, not particularly mine, but... um, It started back in April um, last year when I received a phone call from my daughter um, to say that she'd received a phone call from a neighbour who said that they were outside a house with a husband who was on the garden path and he was unable to speak and he was unable to talk very well. So he managed to signal with digits Claire's phone number and um, the neighbours rang an ambulance and Claire flew back as fast as she could to be with him. But I believe before that, before the whole situation, God was at work because... The day after, in the morning, he was going to be on a flight to Barcelona um, on a mini holiday with his friends. And the ambulance drivers that actually turned up to help him were his friends. They were his mum's next door but one neighbour's. And they made a decision to get him to the right place as fast as they could. Um, Yeah, so... I'll have to read this bit. He ended up uh, that same day um, in a place called the Walton Centre, which is the UK's only specialist, comprehensive neurology, neurosurgery, spinal and pain management service. And they diagnosed a bleed on James's brain. And that was the start of an absolute nightmare for him. But God was working. God was at work. Um, Yeah, so James stayed asleep for a very long time, um, weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, because of this, James's surgeon said that they would have to consider... James's welfare and um, his best interest. And it was likely, or it was a, a, there was a probability, that he would need extensive nursing care and that he might never come home. But God was working. And, yeah, thank you, God. Dad was working, and um, we left that m- meeting 
waiting on a scan, um, on an MRI scan on James' brain, where they said they were assessing James's brain activity and that it would be the right thing to do if it, it was a poor outcome to push forward for palliative care. Um, so me and Claire left that meeting um, absolutely, she was just devastated. And it, as a mum and a granny, just watching these things unfold for them was just absolutely horrific. But God was working. Yeah. And I would say that during those, when you're around prolonged sadness and uncertainty of a future for a long time, it, it, it has an effect on your emotions. And it made, I, don't, I can't even consider how they were feeling. But for me, watching this unfold, um, it was actually, it made me feel panic. I just felt panicky all the time. I just carried this panic around with me. But during that panic, those feelings of overwhelmingness, surrounded by that, was the love of God. But I also felt very strongly, and he gave me such an absolute firm hope. I had such a strong hope, and that's what carried me and carried them through this day by day. And I would say to you, if you are feeling those feelings of sadness in here today, you're in the right place, because... There's a team of people, ministers, life group, um, prayer meet, prayer teams that prayed and stood faithfully and prayed for James. And people would just approach me, people that I didn't actually know, and say, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for James, I'm praying for Claire. Um, people from all over the place. Um, so, yeah, so for that, I'm very, very thankful. And anyway... Later that day, we went. I said to Claire, I'll stay with you. I'll stay with you. Come home with me or I'll come with you. She said, no, I just want to go home. I want to go to bed and I want to process what's just been said and this situation that I'm in, that we're in. So she did. She went home. And then later that day, James had his scan. And thank God, they said that they were going to push forward. They weren't going to turn any machines off. They were going to push forward and give him a tracheostomy to aid his breathing when he was ready. But he wasn't out of the woods, um, but they were pushing forward. So we were so grateful for that. Um, And when they said he wasn't out of the woods, they were right, because he later then got um, a strain of meningitis... Lyme's disease and pneumonia twice and he was still asleep um, for a long time but then one day um, Claire said she rang me and she said mum I'm sure he opened his eyes I'm sure he opened his eyes so that particular week he, he, he did and Claire said to him James, if you, if, and it was his brother and Claire that were with him that day. Um, and she said, 
James, if you know that Tom's in the room, can you blink once for yes and twice for no? And he did. He blinked. He blinked once for yes. And then Tom said, James, if you're glad Tom's in the room, can you blink once for yes and twice for no? And you blinked twice for no. (laughs) And that's what he did. He made us laugh during this process because that's who he is and that's what he does. Every opportunity he got, that's what he did. And, um, yeah. Let me just have a look at my notes. Hang on. Yeah, so he pushed forward. Um, he was still unable to move. He couldn't even move his eyes. He, had, he couldn't move any part of his body. And we were months in. Um, but he did. He started to move a finger and a toe. Then it was a foot. And then it was a hand. He could squeeze. And rolling forward, um, he did absolutely smash his physio. I mean, just to lift an arm up, he would sweat. Um, and in August, um, he came off his breathing aids and started intense physio. And then on the 10th of December, this 10th of December, um, he actually had um, an, another operation that fixed the artery in the cluster of veins that had separated in his brain and he had them glued, they packed them with glue and the surgeon said he was 99.100% sure that it was a massive success and that it wouldn't happen again. And on the 13th of December, James um, actually walked through his own front door on no medication. Yeah, thank you, God. Yeah. He was able to speak, walk, talk, eat, everything, just everything. And he sat down with his family and had his tea. And for that, I am so grateful because God was the game changer in the whole thing. And I've just got a scripture that was my go-to. And it says this. There's a few scriptures together. So it says, where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God has poured his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your soul. So my heart is grateful that though we may face trouble, the one who made the heavens and the earth, knows, he knows every detail of it and he goes before us and he makes a way and those who trust in the Lord will find new strength and they will soar on wings like eagles like an eagle they will run and not grow weary 
and they will walk and not faint. Um, so yeah, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. God is good. Thank you. If the band would like to come and join me as well. Thanks so much, guys. The thankfulness is personal, isn't it? It is a huge part of our relationship with Jesus and our walk with him. And I often find myself asking the question... Where would I be without Jesus? And I was reminded of this a few years back when I was in Manchester. Um, and I watched Rob, actually, as Jesus is pricked up. His ears pricked up. <laughs> um, he was doing like a live production of um, The Passion in the centre of Manchester. Um, and I remember being there and it was so powerful and so moving. And I remember as um, it was on the cross that I caught myself just saying, just under my breath to myself, God, I never, ever want to forget what you've done for me. Never, ever. And that thankfulness to Jesus that his, he died on the cross. He hung there for me. And then he rose again so that I could be in relationship with Jesus. And that's where I find my thankfulness. And so we're going to move into a time of communion after we've heard some incredible stories and testimonies with a thankful heart. And the Bible always keeps surprising me. It never fails to surprise me, and I love reading it. And I was, as I was reading around that Last Supper passage, um, I focused on the words where Jesus, it says he gives thanks before he breaks the bread and he takes the cup, and it says that he gives thanks And when I was looking at those two words, the Greek word that's used is a word called Eucharistio. And this is where we get the term Eucharist, which means Holy Communion. And so the very heart of our communion is thankfulness. But even cooler than that, in that word Eucharistio, there's two other words. There's a word, um, a Greek word named charis, which means grace. And then there's another word, kara, which means joy. And so in those two words by Jesus, give thanks, there's a beautiful picture of what happens when we come to the communion table. That as a believer, we come in complete thankfulness to who Jesus is and what he's done. And then the grace of Jesus is unleashed for us, the gift that we never, ever deserved And then because of that, we can have joy and a life to the full.